0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru Podcast. My name is Chris Green, your host and owner with the Flood Insurance Guru. Today we're going to be talking about three things you need to know about building a property in a special flood hazard area. But before we get started today, remember, if you've got questions about flood insurance, flood education, flood zone changes, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. So let's talk about these three things that you should know. Maybe some do's and don'ts when it comes to building a property in a special flood hazard area. Remember, the special flood hazard area is going to be like that 100-year flood zone, or your A zones, your AE zones, your V zones. If you're on the coast, you know this is really just a probability of within a given year of a property flooding. But there's strict guidelines that really have to be followed when building these properties in order to make sure that you have coverage properly. And today we want to talk a little bit about that today. So let's talk about the building first. You know, when is it truly considered a building when we're talking about the National Flood Insurance Program? And when it comes to FEMA and even private carriers, when they consider it to truly be a building is when it has two rigid walls and a roof. And so there's a lot of gray area when it comes to coverages until it meets these standards. You know, when you start building it and you break ground on it you know how exactly is the building covered to that point when it comes to the building it comes to contents it comes to materials you know a lot of private companies and even the National Insurance program does not offer contents coverage on the building until it gets to the two walls and it gets to having a roof over it and you know, the building coverage is even limited even the deductible now, it's important to understand that until it gets to this point, the deductible is basically going to be doubled. That's one thing you need to know. If you have a $2,500 deductible, you're going to be looking at $5,000 deductible if a loss occurs. And what about contents? You know, contents generally is not going to be available until you get the two rigid walls and a roof over it. So what about building materials? Whoever's building the house, you want to make sure that their materials are covered, don't you? Now, generally, they're not going to be covered except in this particular situation, generally. This is what you need to pay attention to very closely when it comes to protecting these materials to make sure these materials are covered by the National Flood Insurance Program or private flood insurance. Generally, they have to be stored in a fully enclosed structure on the location or in a fully enclosed structure on the adjacent property. And that's very important to understand when it comes to making sure that your building materials are covered properly. Because if all these things wash away in a flood because they weren't secured secured properly, Flood insurance isn't going to cover it, so that's really important to understand. So that's what we wanted to talk a little bit about today: was the contents coverage, the building coverage, the materials coverage. You know, the do's and the don'ts. You know, don't store building materials outside that enclosed property, enclosed structure to make sure they're covered properly. So, if you've got questions about building a property in a special flood hazard area, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguider.com. Remember, you can check out our daily flood education videos on our YouTube channel or Facebook page, Flood Insurance Guru. You can also give us a call, 205-451-4294. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru and your host of this podcast. I want to say thank you for tuning in to today on three things you need to know about building in a special flood hazard area. Thank you.